Welcome to the Intimate Inspirations Podcast. I am Michelle Blumentritt, and I cannot wait to share with women, no matter what your phase of life, a longtime passion of mine to help you find your beautiful. Hey there. Thanks so much for joining me today as we wrap up our series on self-care. In the last three episodes, we discussed each type of self-care, and we went in-depth on how we can better our mental, emotional, and spiritual health. I recommend if you weren't able to listen to any of those, at some point go back when you have time and listen because there were a lot of amazing reminders for all of us to be able to help have a better mental, spiritual, and emotional health in our life. However, in this episode, we are going to chat about physical wellness, not only for yourself, but also for your husband as well. This is one of my favorite topics because it really is what began my passion for helping women to find their beautiful and even find their sexy in their marriage. I'm really excited. I know that I gave you a little teaser last week and I just cannot wait. So let's dive in. Physical health and wellness. What is it? According to what I found on the University of New Hampshire, physical wellness is knowing your body and giving it what it needs for health, healing, and energy. It sums it up pretty well, which is why I chose that as a definition because it does help us to give a little precursor into what physical wellness really is and what that looks like. At the beginning of the series, I mentioned how each type of self-care is important to your health and how they are all really intertwined with one another. I really feel like physical health sort of just ties things all together because when you're taking care of all of your physical needs, you are healthier in those other areas as well. So not that any one of these types of self-care are more important than the others, but they are all equally important, especially when we are doing them together in our lives on a regular basis. It's what really truly leads us to a better mental wellness and health in our lives. So before going any further, I want to share a verse with you. It is... Found in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, and it says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. It's biblical, ladies. And sometimes I think we forget those things because physical health is something that tends to take a backseat. And I've talked about this with all of the aspects of self-care because really, again, we do tend to think of others first, put ourselves last, do the things that bring us joy for ourselves at the very last part of the day rather than taking the time to get those things done in the morning and start out that way. And that is what I really love about this part of it is that it's not selfish to take care of yourself. Let me say that one more time. It's not selfish to take care of yourself. If you are here today and you need to hear anything 
that strikes your fancy, that is what I would like you to know and hear is that we often feel like when we do the things for ourselves that we know we should be doing to take care of us, we feel like it's selfish and that we should not be doing those things. And again, we've talked about this before. Don't get me wrong. All the other things that we do in our daily lives are important and they need to happen. If we have daily responsibilities, which we all do, work, taking care of our homes, taking care of our kids, whatever we have going on in our lives, we have responsibilities and those responsibilities need to be taken care of. However, when we aren't taking care of ourselves before we're trying to do all the things for everybody else in our lives, we're drained and we're tired and we're worn out and it's difficult to be able to get the things done or to be what we want to be for everyone else that's in our life. So when I say that physical health, I think tends to be something we neglect the most, it's because I think we think of our physical health as something that we don't have to necessarily worry about as much. And why is that? Because I think you can justify, okay, well, if I'm taking care of my mental and my spiritual and my emotional health, it's really affecting other people who I do everyday life with. And so they're benefiting from it because I am now taking care of myself emotionally. I'm in tune with not only my emotions, but my husband's emotions. And so we have a better relationship. And so because we always want to do for others first, we can justify those pieces of self-care a little bit better because it it helps other people while it's helping us. So physical health tends to be one of those things where you feel like I'm just doing for me, right? I went and got my hair done or my nails done or my eyebrows waxed or whatever. And you're doing them just for you is what you feel like. And you just don't have time and it's not as important and it gets put on the back burner. I'm here to tell you those things are important, not just for you, but for others, especially for your husband. And when you feel good physically about yourself, you're going to feel good in your relationship with your husband, especially when it pertains to intimacy. And physical health is perceived a lot of times more of just only taking care of your appearances, which is a myth, by the way. Physical health is so much more It involves so many aspects of our life, like getting enough sleep, eating the right things, being physically active, getting enough relaxation, having good hygiene. All of these things are a part of physical health and wellness, and they should all be something that we do on a regular basis. It's these aspects that I would like to talk about with you today in this episode. And towards the end, I sprinkle in some fun tidbits as well. So you won't want to miss that either. So getting enough sleep, maybe that's not as easy when you have little ones at home. Or even if 
you've got older parents or a parent living with you in your home. Maybe you and your husband are at a phase of life where you have an elderly parent who's living with you. That can be just as tiresome and just as much of a challenge as having young toddlers and babies, especially when it comes to how we are able to take care of ourselves physically, getting enough sleep, being able to find time alone. These are all things I know when my kids were really little, even showering was difficult because you have to quickly go. You're waiting to either make sure that they don't wake up from their nap or that you don't, you can watch them closely while they're sitting in a playpen close to you. Whatever it means for you, there are definitely some challenges when it comes to making sure that you're getting enough sleep. And sometimes it's just because you don't sleep well. Maybe you're not getting a really good night's sleep when you do finally fall asleep. Or you're a night person and you like to be up in the evenings and then you have to wake up and go to work. So you stay up all night and get things done and clean the house and do all the things, but you have to get up first thing in the morning and now you're exhausted because you've only gotten four or five, six hours of sleep. So getting sleep is definitely something that I can tell you the older I get, the more I find myself listening to my body. I actually do not like taking naps. I've never liked naps, but I have really learned to appreciate them every now and then when I feel like I am just so exhausted. I have learned to listen to my body when it's saying, just stop for even an hour, lay down, maybe rest your eyes. Again, I do not do this often enough, but There are just times now in my life when I do that way more than I ever did. And if you've got young babies or toddlers at home, I know that when your child goes down for a nap, you begin getting all the things done that you want to get done before they wake up, right? The cleaning, the cooking for dinner, making sure you're showered, whatever you want to do while they're sleeping and you don't want to be interrupted. But every now and then when they they take a nap, maybe lay down and take a little cat nap yourself and get some rest so that again, you're getting the rest and the sleep that you need. Secondly, eating right. This looks different for everyone because we all have different types of diet that we need or dietary needs that we have. Some people have certain things they can or can't eat, but for the most part, when you're thinking about eating right, it's really what that looks like for you. And I have found, and again, the older I get, the more I find that this is true, is that when you meal prep or even when you just bring your food home from the grocery store and before you put it all away, You wash your fruits and vegetables and cut them all up and put them in a Tupperware into the refrigerator. They get eaten. It's amazing how that happens. I know in my family growing up, a lot of times I would buy the fruits and vegetables and then throw them away a week later because we didn't eat half of them or any of them because nobody took them out and washed them and cut them up. But if I did that weekly when I brought the groceries home, Those things would get eaten usually within the first couple of days after bringing them home from the grocery store. So it's just a mindset and it's 
a habit that you get into, something that's not easy for everyone. Again, depending on your season of life, this can be something that's very feasible every Sunday or every week to just meal prep for your week, whether it's your lunches or your dinners that you freeze and take out of the freezer. Find time to do what works for you in order to set yourself up for success when it comes to being able to eat the right things, getting the fuel for your body that you need in order to take care of your physical health. It's necessary. Third is being physically active, having regular exercise, just moving your body on a regular basis. And start small. If this isn't something that you do normally in your daily routine, then start small and take little walks, whether you have dogs or you have kids and you're taking them out on a small walk and find things that you enjoy to be able to do that. And and I want you to hear me when I say this and pause for a moment on this topic of physical health because being physically active looks different for each person. And one of the things that I think you need to figure out for you is what works best for you. What time of the day does working out or being physically active work? Is that in the morning when you first wake up? Is that sometime in the evening? Is it in the middle of the day because you're a stay-at-home mom and that's when you can find the time? Find out what is going to work and then find out what it is that will help set you up to be able to succeed in that. For instance, if you are not the type of person that enjoys going to the gym, Don't join a gym and just hope that because you joined a gym, you're going to start going because you won't. And I can tell you that firsthand. I am not a gym goer. I do not love going to the gym for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of things that, to be honest, if I'm being transparent, I don't love walking into a gym and trying to figure out how to work all the equipment, do free weights while there's all these other people around me. I feel insecure oftentimes when I'm there. So I have always gone to classes like aerobics classes. And I've done that my whole, pretty much my whole life, but primarily when I got married and then I had kids I found people who enjoyed doing the same types of things. For instance, my sister is a personal trainer and she used to teach classes at a gym and my sister, my older sister and I would always go to these classes together and we went regularly. There were specific times of the day and of the morning and of the week and we had a routine and that was a part of our routine. And of course that changes over time and then your kids grow up and different phases happen and we moved away to a different location and that gym wasn't as close and all of the things that factor into what works for you. And it might look a certain way for a year or five years and then change over the course of time and you have to adjust and see what that looks like. Right now, I work out in the very early morning with a personal trainer. Why? Because number one, if I don't work out very first thing and wake up at the crack of dawn 
and get my workout in, I won't do it. I know that. I know that I'm not disciplined enough to do that. So if I get it done in the morning, I can be done for the day and I feel good about having it done and I'm not thinking about it all day. And why do I do it with a personal trainer? Because I don't care for a gym and I want to be pushed to a certain level. And that is why for me that works. And whether it's two days a week or three days a week, if that's something that you are able to do, then do that. If that doesn't work for you and actually getting in the car and driving to a place to go meet someone to work out or even to go with a friend, then get videos. There's so many online things now that you can even get subscriptions to. There's Beachbody and Fitbody and all kinds of different aerobics things that people do online. There's free ones that are out there for for certain periods of time and then there's ones you can pay for. There's just so many things really that are available to us that we really don't have an excuse as to why we we can't be physically somehow active. And again, it's not easy. It is discipline. It's setting a goal that's attainable and then doing whatever that looks like on a regular basis and starting a habit for yourself. So that is being physically active. The next one is getting enough relaxation. Again, depending on your season of life, this is not easy for everyone. But this is kind of the flip side of the physical aspect because now you need to relax and we need to find time in our lives when we relax. And we need that balance. We need a balance of being able to be on the go and move our bodies and being able to sit at the end of the day and take time to unwind, whatever that looks like for you. And and sometimes it's in bigger portions, I guess you could say, like a vacation or a mini vacation or taking time off with no agenda. You know what? I I need to take the day off because I need time for myself. My daughter's best friend calls it a me day. I love that. We do me days in my house every now and then where it's like we just need to stay home and sometimes do nothing. Sometimes we get things done around the house that we need to do, but that's what feels good. So keep that in mind when it comes to just getting that relaxation, making sure that you're taking time to relax. If you've got small ones at home, or like I was talking about before, if you've got an elderly parent who lives with you, it's not always easy to relax or get time away or just find time when you're not doing something because they're constantly keeping us busy and they're movers and they're shakers. And you know what? That's okay. But you still need to take the time to do whatever relaxes you at the end of a day, at the end of the week, whatever that might be. And then the next aspect of our lives when it pertains to physical wellness is having good hygiene and doing things regularly to keep up on how you look. Let's face it, ladies, when we look good, we feel good. For example, a new haircut or a color, painted nails or toes, you feel good. 
And hear me when I say, I'm not saying that you always have to go out and buy, as in a mani, a pedi, a haircut, a color. There are lots of options for things. It doesn't always have to cost a ton of money going to a spa day or doing things like that, or even just time to do those things are difficult. But just taking care of your own nails on a regular basis, this is something I have really always struggled with myself personally, but my sister-in-law is amazing at doing her own toes and nails and she does them faithfully like every couple of weeks and they don't get chipped or whatever. She's constantly keeping up on it, which I love that. That's awesome. So hear me when I tell you this does not have to be something that you have a life change that's going to cost a ton of money or even a ton of your time. There's lots of ways we can physically take care of ourselves without feeling or being high maintenance per se. So what are some benefits and the results when we are taking steps towards a better mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health? We have better intimacy in our marriages. Before I lose you, I want you to hear me say that just by simply plucking your eyebrows regularly or going and getting a massage every once in a while or getting your hair done, this is not going to give you alone the key to a perfect marriage or an intimate relationship with your husband. I'll dive much deeper in on these things in future episodes, but I'm also going to be having some guests as well that will be sharing their expertise on some of these issues. But for now, I will say this, take care of yourself because your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Be proud of how you were created. And this is where I get into what excites me and what I think is just some fun takeaways for you, hopefully. And that is to encourage you to find out what are some things that drive your husband wild and that he finds physically attractive and then do those things every once in a while. So as far as hygiene goes, that can mean a whole lot of things, ladies. And I'm going to bring up a topic that may not be very popular or might make me unpopular with some people because this is one of those things that I know women hate to do all the time when they shower. It's time consuming. I get it. But I'm talking about shaving. Shaving not just your legs, even though that is important, but shaving everywhere. Shaving under your armpits. Shaving your hoo-ha. So why would we want to do these things? And we all go, it doesn't matter. I don't, I'm the only one besides my husband that sees it. He doesn't care. It's going to be one of those things that just makes you feel better. Now, let's say this, this might not be something that bothers your husband truly at all. And I would at least encourage you to bring up the conversation and chat with him about what it is that he likes. What is it that he is physically attractive to him? And maybe he doesn't mind those things at all. 
but I would at least consider having that conversation and make it a point to talk to him about what he does prefer. Does he mind you crawling into bed at night with stubbly legs when you cuddle up against him? Or does he care if you're shaving under your pits or down there? I don't know. Find out though. Find out. I am going to say this is not something again, I'm going to bring it back around the time constraints and all of these things are not always feasible when you've got different distractions going on in your life. I totally understand that. We don't live in a perfect world and have all the time in the world to take care of every little part of us every single day. I get that. That is not what I'm saying at all. So make sure that you understand I'm not trying to set you up for failure by saying these are things you must do. But these are some things for sure to consider when it comes to your physical health. And then I just want to share one last thing on this particular topic. And that is in regards to a movie that has a line that I love. And that is, is your situation pretty well situated? Now, the premise of this movie doesn't necessarily tie in fantastically to my podcast theme. I'm going to tell you that right now. But the movie is The Other Woman with Cameron Diaz and Leslie Mann. It's a hilarious movie, by the way, if you haven't seen it. But if you've seen it, you will remember this part that I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, the movie is about a pretty much a guy that is a total dirtbag who cheats not just once or twice, but multiple times on his wife. And she is hilarious, super sweet. And the very first time she finds out who it is, she ends up going to this woman to talk to her and have a conversation because she doesn't know who else to go to and nobody else knows about it. So she goes back to the mistress to to have a conversation who's Cameron Diaz. And in this scene, the two of them start talking about shaving and Cameron Diaz makes the comment that her situation is pretty well situated. And it's a hilarious scene. And if you haven't seen the movie, I would see the movie, but at least Google that scene after you listen to this because it's pretty funny. But really, when you think about that, that is what you want. You want your situation situated because you want to be able to feel good for your husband. And let's face it, when we are not showered since, you know, three, four, five, six days ago, or we're haven't, we haven't shaved our legs or anything else on our body in several weeks. We don't feel sexy. We don't feel confident. And that is where I really, for me, that is my heart. That is my passion. Because I know we think a lot of times, well, our husbands just should love us the way we are. And of course he does. Of course. But ladies, you want to be the woman that your husband cannot wait to come home to, the wife that he cannot wait to come home to. And to do that, 
we take care of ourselves. And when you think about intimacy, intimacy does not start in the bedroom. It begins way before that on in everyday life and all of the things that we do during the day. And so as women, there are things that our husbands do throughout the day or the week that help us to be able to feel more intimate with him. And it's almost it's almost like a precursor, a foreplay for us, whether that's him just giving us physical touch that's not sexually related or whether he's being a good listener in moments when we need it the most. These are ways as a woman that make us feel more attracted to our husbands. And in the same way, there are also things that we can do for our husbands throughout the days or the weeks to let him know that we're still into him. And we're opening up that door to intimacy. By taking care of yourself physically, you're inviting your husband into an intimate relationship with you. If your situation isn't situated all or most of the time, you are in a sense closing yourself off to that intimacy or that spontaneity with your husband. My challenge to you in regards to your physical health would be, Is your situation situated? If not, or if you don't know, have that conversation with your husband this week. In closing, I just want to say, if you are right now saying, I'm just not that kind of girl, I don't like frills and lace and getting my nails done or my hair done, I'm simple. Physical self-care and wellness really doesn't pertain much to me. I'm not high maintenance. I don't require a lot. That's all well and fine. Maybe you're not that type of a girl. But here's what I say to that. No matter whether you're a person who wears baseball caps or bows, or whether you prefer the color black or the color pink, whether you're sparkly or you like camo, I feel that we all have the desire to feel sexy and beautiful. And of course, depending on the season of life, These self-care tips may look different for everyone. Sometimes time constraints or distractions in our life or our financial status can be challenges that we face that might hinder us from doing types of self-care on a regular basis. But regardless, we can find the time, we can find a way to take care of ourselves because once again, this is something that is not just suggested. This is something I highly recommend for you personally in your life and for you in your marriage that you take the time to take care of yourself and recharge your batteries to be on your way to a healthier you mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. If you loved what you heard today, you'll want to continue listening as we dive deep into more topics like these. Today, more than ever, I want you to remember you are beautiful. I hope that you enjoyed listening in and that you will remember to share my podcast as well as download it if you haven't already. And if you're not already following me on Intimate Inspirations on Instagram, please do so and Would love if you shared that page as well.